0: Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mama. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy, busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly bite-sized lessons. Because let's be honest, your toddler is probably smothering pseudo cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to feel confident in motherhood? Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Early Parenting Podcast. I'm going to be diving into five common myths that are circulating around baby and toddler sleep that you may or may not have heard of, and I'm going to be setting the record straight on these. So let's dive in. So the first myth I want to talk about is sleep training equals using cried out methods. Now, let me start by saying that if you choose the right sleep consultant, that this is a myth. I start with this because unfortunately, cry it out is still very commonly used, particularly in sleep schools and with some sleep consultants too. Sometimes they'll call it other things too, like controlled comforting, spaced soothing, sleep waves, or other fancy names that really just mean leaving your baby or toddler to cry for increasingly longer periods of time. So there are some babes and families where using these techniques work just fine for them and it's not actually traumatic like everyone makes out to be. But this myth is to broaden the understanding that while these techniques that some families and professionals use, they are far from the only way to help improve your baby or toddler's sleep. Personally, I choose not to ever teach cried out. So if you're looking for cried out methods and ways to be taught how to use a cried out method for sleep training, then I'm not your girl. (laughs) So the three methods I teach in my Sound Sleeper program are responsive settling techniques that see you support your baby or toddler's emotions at sleep time. I don't ask parents to leave their children to cry alone but rather it's about learning to respond differently because if we are to continue responding the same way then that's when we can get stuck in patterns that perhaps we're looking to change. So the moral of the story, you can indeed improve your baby or toddler's sleep without using cried out if you talk to the right person. Myth number two, following routine means never having a life again. Now, I get so much kickback, not all the time, I shouldn't say so much, but I get a lot of kickback sometimes, and I hear so many families say to me that I'm not following routine because I actually want to live my life and not just work around my baby or toddler. It's as if having some structure and flow to your day means you never get to socialize again. But here's the thing, routine isn't about ruining your fun and living a life as a slave to the cot. Routine is just about respecting when your baby or toddler needs sleep throughout the day based on their developmental sleep needs and knowing when to offer it. So our babes and our toddlers need sleep in order to feed properly, to play, to grow, to develop, all those wonderful things. So disregarding when they need sleep means you'll have a tired and cranky baby or toddler on your hands. So you can still go out when you have routine and in fact I argue that it's actually far easier to plan heading out of the house when you do have a little bit of routine because if you know when your baby or toddler's going to wake, when they're going to go to bed, when nap time's going to be roughly, you can either plan your outings around naps or you can even plan for naps to happen when you're on the way to outings or to appointments etc. So it's way easier to set an appointment for example when you know when your baby or toddler is going to sleep. Likewise you can still go out at night but when you know your baby or toddler's normal sleep times you know when you need to extend a nap for example that day or to slot in an extra nap if you know that they're going to have a later night. So it's never, ever about ruining your fun, but rather respecting their developmental sleep needs so you have a thriving babe. Make sure to go back and listen to episode 48, where I talk about how to have a social life and routine, which, yes, it's completely possible, I can assure you. <laughs> so myth number three, you can't feed to sleep and have a baby who or toddler who sleeps well. So there is no such thing as black and white in parenting or in life, really. Some families will feed their baby or toddler to sleep at every sleep and not have a problem in the world. Others will find themselves doing it and needing to repeat it many, many times a night and it eventually becoming too much for them to continue on their own. Like everything in parenting, it's all in the eye of the beholder and what works for some families simply won't work for others, but it's never useful putting these blanket statements out there. So you can actually feed a baby to sleep or a toddler to sleep and have a baby or toddler who sleeps perfectly. On the other hand, you can also do all of the above and have a baby or toddler that doesn't sleep well. So it's just about understanding that there's no blanket rule. Myth number four, it's too late to improve sleep for a toddler. It is absolutely never too late to work on your baby or toddler's sleep. I hear so many families who've given up on trying to improve sleep because they feel like whatever they've tried with their toddler hasn't worked. And that that just simply means that they're just bad sleepers or they're never meant to have a good sleeper. So some of my favorite clients to work with are toddlers because you can be so creative in how you improve sleep. Don't ever give up on improving sleep, especially when you know it's impacting you and your child's health and happiness. Finally, sleep myth number five. Sleep training means I'll damage my baby or toddler. Now, this one is linked closely with myth number one. There is no need for improving your baby or toddler's sleep to impact their emotional or mental health, so long as you're responding to them when they're crying at sleep. This is where sleep training gets a really bad rap because if we're assuming that all we do is cry it out and we're just leaving babies and toddlers to learn how to settle themselves without any support from mum or dad... Then, of course, it's going to have a bad name around, you know, being damaging for emotional or mental health. But when we're not using those sorts of techniques and are actually responding to our baby, then there's not a chance in hell that it's difficult or damaging for their mental health. So, this is why deciding on who you work with is so important because you can balance promoting self settling. And independent sleep, while also responding to your baby or toddler's emotional needs. A huge thing to remember too is that crying isn't bad for your babe. Say that with a lot of pronunciation because it's not. I think we all worry that we're damaging our babies or toddlers when they cry. But crying is just their way of communicating. So long as we're meeting that communication with talking through emotions being responsive, all of those wonderful things, teaching them that they're not alone in their feelings, then that's actually the crux of how we create a secure attachment with our babies and our toddlers. So there you have it, five sleep myths debunked and discussed to get you thinking about things a little differently. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're keen to learn more about all things sleep for your baby or your toddler, you can download my free guide, which is called Eight Ways to Help Your Baby or Toddler Sleep Day and Night, which will take you through eight reasons why your baby or toddler may be so wakeful. Plus, my pro tips for each of these areas to overcome them. You can download this free guide from jenbutler.mykajabi, which is spelled M Y K A J A B I, dot forward slash sleep dash well dash podcast. I'll catch you here in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the episode, Mama. I hope you enjoyed it.